the ascent. Characters. Operator 1, Operator 2, Tanoi, Pilot, Interns. Woman 1, Woman 2, First Class Passengers. Prick 1, Prick 2, Nobody 1, Nobody 2. Business Class Passengers. Passive 1, Passive 2. Economy Class Passengers. Seat 27A, Seat 27B, Seat 27C, Seat 27D, Unknown Passenger. Act 1, the studio. Morning. Inside a blacked out hangar, final presentations are being made to the set. The sounds of Clank's forklift trucks reversing and the echoing splashing of water are heard in, this, in the distance. Version 3.14.122, declare functions. Latitude. 340522 degrees, longitude 1182437 degrees, altitude foot zero, airspeed KS zero, UTC time 0834H, local time 1634PH, ACFT weight 189762 pounds, fuel weight 62,000 pounds, V1 flaps one 147, VR flaps one 149. V2 flaps 1, 151. VREF flaps full, 142. Good morning, flashing. Ceiling moon flickers into life. Operator 1. Voice off stage, very muffled. You fucking asshole. Where's the controller? And where are you moving that fucking moon? Operator 2. We don't need it till noon. Operator 1. Enter stage left. Wheel it around the pool. No, not that way, the other way. You're going to crack the sun. Operator 2. Well, this shit's heavy. Come over here and help me push. Operator 1. Are you totally retarded? Take the brake off, gather the cable. I'm busy and miss that fucking wing. It's made of that poisonous glass stuff. What's it called? Operator 2. Fuck. Operator 1. What? Operator 2. Oh, man, it's cracked. There's fairy shit coming out of it. Operator 1. That's the glass, don't touch it. Pushing fire off the stage. Oh man, you smell like a liquor store. You've been drinking this morning. Operator 2. Hell yeah. Operator 1. Switch on the gen, man. Let's see what's going on. Throwing the switch, the floodlights flickers and crack into life, illuminating the room and staging area from the ceiling. Boeing 747, UTC time 0858H, local time 1658H. Chance of rain 20%, precipitation. 0.2 inch. Pressure, 29.92 inch. Visibility, 10 miles. Operator 2. Both men stand amongst the mount mountain of flight cases, sipping coffee. Remember that guy from the Fed last week? Thought he was some kind of hero? Quit talking, get this thing back in the sky. Hit that switch. Operator 2. Shit, which one is it again? Operator 1. Move over. What the fuck is that on your lip? What have you been drinking? Operator 2. Jack and milk. Operator 1. Milk? Milk and Jack Daniels? Operator 2. Fuck. Switch is blue and green at the same time. The plane tips backwards, nose in the air. Operator 1. Shit. Give me that. A tall woman enters the stage right. 
wearing spectacles, carrying a clipboard, a black box recorder, and dressed in full-length white cotton overalls. She looks over briefly and immediately leaves. Operator 2. Who the hell was that? The curtain falls. Fade out. Act 2. Boarding. The stage is minimal. Nothing but a table, a plant pot, and several black briefcases. Act 2, scene 1. The pricks in reception. Women 1 and 2 are leaning on the reception desk, chewing gum and wearing black polo shirts with words, Air Hollywood, written on the front and back. Woman 1. Have you heard back from the casting guy yet? Woman 2. Nuh-uh. Stretching gum through her teeth and twisting it around her, her index finger. Woman 1. Me either. He was a creep, though. Woman 2. Yeah, but I kind of like the creep thing. Still pulling gum from between her teeth. He was, like, just staring at my mouth, like... Woman 1. He's probably sick. A sick, sick sicko. Drooling at headshots, picturing the rest. I'm like, hello, I'm a woman, not a thing. Long pose. His wife's probably fat. Anyway, whatever. What part are you going for again? Woman 2. The shackled inmate? Woman 1. Speaking? Woman 2. No, mostly screaming. Woman 1. Oh, yeah? Woman 2. Well, they wanted to hear me screaming, so I said, okay, no problem. Woman 1. I bet. Woman 2 screams. Wow, yeah, you're loud. You sound like you've got a real problem. Woman 2 clears throat. I went for jailer number 3. Butting up up a stance. Hey, you asshole, there's no escaping from Alcatraz. Loud chatter is heard. A group of people enter the stage. Woman 2. Okay, here they come. Woman 1. Another day, another measly dollar. Stage left. Passengers enter the foyer of the building, some in groups, some on their own. A hum of conversation fills the room. Prick 1 and 2 walk into the foreground. Prick 1. This is what I'm saying to you. Jabbing Prick 2 in the chest with his fingertips. Humans, enterprise, must be unafraid to take up space. In the face, in the ass, in the office. Who gets trampled in the greatest stampede? It's the baby gazelle, trampled by the bison, unilaterally, uncompromisingly, unyielding. Prick too. Nah, fuck that, I'm a gazelle. Sidesipping the pursuit. Picking cotton threads off his black tie. Sure you are. Prick too. Right. Prick one. I mean, look at those two idiots. Nodding his head towards woman one and two. A day off from the wage farm? Why the fuck? Prick two. Interrupting. Why are we even here? Prick one. What? Prick two. Hold on, you remember that guy? Nodding in that guy's direction. Uh, Prick one. Uh, Prick two. John, is it? Looking up and pausing. Yeah, but no, that's not him, but yeah. Shaking his finger. Prick one. The Brilkin Grey? Prick two. Yeah, him. Last year he got taken hostage on the way to the airport in Abuja. Some guards at a freeway checkpoint were gagged and bound, replaced by cartel posing as guards, apparently siphoning off shipments from UNLA. Chuckling. So he interrupts them but doesn't notice. They're dressed in cop uniforms. Chuckling. They dragged him out of the car and wrestled him to the ground. Prick one. Did he fight back? Prick two. He tried. Holding back laughter. Then told them to go fuck themselves. Laughs in the air. Prick one. Sniggering. So what happened? Prick two. 
We don't know. No one's seen him since. He's probably still tied to a radiator being force-fed falafel in some shit-stinking hole somewhere. Prick one. So what are we doing here? Do you think this is hostage training? Prick two. Well, yeah. See that? Pointing at a poster on the wall. The poster reads, Raython Missile System TM. Freedom strikes with precision. Lighting a cigarette, the two men stare at it, smoke billowing above their heads, blocking the lettering and skewing the light. Prick one. Wow. Prick two. I'd love to have them as a client, wouldn't you? Blowing smoke through his nostrils. Prick one. I guess. Shrugging his shoulders. Prick two. Who's to say someone's not going to come flying through that door, tie you up, fuck your wife, fuck your sister, and stick you in the trunk? Life's fragile, very fragile. You've got to take the opportunities while you can. Prick one. Well... Pause. Yeah. Cough. Prick two. So yeah, anyway. I know you'd love that, you stick fuck. Inhaling deeply. Bound and gagged. Long pause. So the whole firm's in one place, huh? Stubs out his cigarettes on the nearest office plant. Woman one. Standing on a chair, she turns her face to the crowd. Good morning, all. I'm not sure how much all of you know about why you're here today, but we will begin shortly. Woman two. In a moment, you'll be boarding a fully operational model of a Boeing 747. Our simulation today takes place on a flight from Los Angeles to London. Our estimated flight time is 11 hours and 15 minutes. Prick two. 11 hours. Woman one. You? Pointing at prick two. Concentrate. Woman one and two begin distributing identical black briefcases to each participant from behind the reception desk. Prick two. Uttering under his breath. Bitch. Prick one. Uttering his under his breath. Slut. Woman two, redressing the entire room. Yes, please do not open these suitcases until you're instructed to do so once aboard. Prick two. Whispering into the ear of prick one. I bet she begs for scraps. Woman one. They contain information regarding your survival, so keep them safe as they will keep you safe and help save your miserable lives. You'll be flying over water. Buckle your seatbelts. Remember at all times that this is a safe environment. Woman two. Please, if you'd like to follow me this way. Directing the crowd. We will begin boarding. Passengers begin exiting through the jetway ramp, center stage, thinning out one at a time. Act two, scene two, first class. Lights in the cabin are dimmed, focusing only on the vessel's entrance, highlighting first class. Chance of rain, 30%. Precipitation, 0.4 inch. Pressure, 29.92. Visibility, 10 miles. The passengers begin handing their tickets to the stewardesses, women one and two. Passengers proceed by entering the vessel one at a time, heads bowing awkwardly to try find their seats under such low light. Woman one, projecting her voice down the aisle. We ask that you take off your jackets and place them either underneath your seat or on the back of your chair. Woman one. We also ask that you temporarily place your briefcase on your lap. Nobody one. I've never been seated in first class before. Prick one. Out of earshot. Ha, <laughs> you hear that shit? Prick two. I bet this is the furthest she's made it out of the city. Prick one. At least these seats are real. Flicking the seat in front. Wanna blow? Prick two. Where? Prick one. In the bathroom. Well, I hope there's a bathroom. Clicking his finger in the air. Oi! Is there a bathroom? Woman one. Yes, but please stay in your seat, sir. Prick two. Ah, oh, fuck it. Quiet voice, shielding his mouth with his hand. 
Off the case, no one's looking. Prick one. Yeah, but be quick, dipshit. Pause. Give me your credit card. Palms stretched out. Prick two. Why mine? Prick one. Because my wallet's in my pocket. I need to cut the blow on the case. I don't want it spilling onto my suit. I wonder what's in these cases anyway. As Prick two manoeuvres in his seat to find his wallet, Prick one begins pouring the cocaine onto the leather surface and separating the powder into lines. Prick one. Okay, okay. Here. Nudging downwards towards the lines of powder. Prick two continues to roll a $50 bill into a straw and insert it into his left nostril, lowering his head into Prick one's lap. Prick two. Sniffing. Ooh. Cough, sniff, cough. He hands the straw to Prick one. Prick one, sniffing. Cool. Cough, cough, and doubling his finger into the remaining, remaining powder and rubbing it on his gums. Nobody two. Hey, uh... Prick one. What? Looking up. Nobody th- two. I think you're in my seat. Prick one. Do you think I fucking care or that it matters? Nobody two, interrupting. Listen. Prick one. No, you listen. I'm sitting here with my buddy. There's plenty of fucking seats down there with the rest of your kind. Nobody two. Fuck you. Prick one. Fuck you. Nobody two. Fuck you. Starts to walk away. Prick one. Fuck you. Prick one and prick two in tandem. Bitch. Prick one. Opens the b- opens up the briefcase, imprinting the remina- remaining cocaine onto the seat in front. You're shitting me. Look, I thought this was heavy. It's a brick. What are we meant to do? Build a wall? Brick two. I bet head off is paying a lot for this. Clapping his hands. They. Pointing to the seat in front. Think it's useful as a new counter-terror exercise. Quote, unquote, finger gestures with both hands in the air. They, at the back. Thumb pointed backwards. Think the data in the briefings haven't been good enough. They think it might be their ticket up. Thumb switching to index finger pointed up. Myself, on the other hand, couldn't give a shit. Terrorist attack, promotion, redundancy, same fucking thing. Every man for himself, wouldn't you say? Prick one. I mean, what would you? Pointing at prick two. Doing a real plane crash. The two of us, drifting out to sea. If we survived the impact, and only if we were both still conscious. Chuckling. Nothing but bloodied briefcases to use as flotation. Prick two. You'll drown me, stamp on my fucking head. Prick one. Fucking A, I would. Wink. But God, I wish I wasn't here today. Prick two. Where are the partners? Even partners can't escape terrorism, right? No one's bulletproof. Pause. Pricks. Prick one. There's no phone signal in this place either. What am I meant to do? Drop it all? I'm meant to be working on the Basra Free's own client. It's a billion dollar deal. It's on a knife edge. Pause. Literally, if some guy forgets to check his messages, makes a bad bad move with the workers' union, the deal's dog shit. You just gotta wait. Maneuver yourself to be in the right position. One step at a time, right? Infrastructure can't hold it up forever. Somebody's gotta make some dollar out of this in the end, and I want it to be us. Well, (laughs) me. Prick two. Oh, look, here he is. Nodding towards the managing partner. Prick one. Fire me, whatever. I hate these games. We should be making money. The world doesn't stop. A heavy splash is heard against the side of the plane. Coinciding with the waves of water, the vessel slowly starts to tip on its axis, back and forth. Mixed looks of confusion and excitement spread amongst passengers. First class fades to black. Act 2, Scene 3. 
business class. Lights focus on business class only. Chance of rain, 30%. Precipitation, 0.4 inch. Pressure, 29.92. Visibility, 10 miles. People still settling into their seat. The sound of Aldous chatter fills the space. Some passengers begin to unpack the paperwork. Passive one. Hello. Passive two. Hello. Shaking hands. Passive one. I wonder what that was. Passive two. Not sure it'll all make sense in due course. Nothing to worry about. Putting on his glasses. Passive one. I'm sure you're right, although it sounded a bit... Jerking her head. I've never been on one of these before. Passive two. An airplane. Looking down, turning the page of his document. Passive one. No, one of these team bonding things. Morale boosters. Passive two. They're unnecessary in my opinion. Time's better spent in the office. Takes out a red pen of his breast pocket. It's company policy now. Everyone needs to be trained to the same level. Passive one. So this is training? Passive two. Yes, of course. Underlining various lines of text on the paper. Passive one. Because I heard. Passive two. What did you hear? Taking off his glasses and holding them in one hand. Passive one. There's probably part of that associate that went missing, possibly. Passive two. Hmm. Putting his glasses back on and returning to his paperwork. Passive one. What do you do at the firm? Passive two. I'm a senior associate. Turns page. You? Passive one. HR assistant. Passive two. Right. Pushing your headphones bird into one ear. Passive one. Do you know how long this thing lasts? Looking at her watch. Passive two. Looking at his watch. Eleven hours. Breathes deeply. Passive one. Oh, I like airplanes. Passive two. Hmm. Pushing a cigarette airburn into the ear. Passive one. Do you? Heard as muffled noises blocked by headphones. Passive one. Hmm. Passive one. I love going on holiday. Passive two. Mm-hmm. Toggling the volume on his phone. Passive one. Do you have any children? Passive two. No. Tipping his head back. Passive one. Because I don't. Maybe one day, though. You know, when I have a husband. Pause. And a house and a dog and a car. Passive two. Begins snoring. A heavy clang is heard, followed by a further splash. Passengers begin to stir further. Business class fades to black. Act two, scene four, economy class. Chance of rain, 20%, precipitation, 0.2 inch, pressure, 29.92, visibility, 10 miles. Tanoi. Dear passengers, unfortunately nothing is operational on today's flight. Wi-Fi and entertainment is therefore suspended and we're sorry for the inconvenience caused. Tanoi, following on. But you can stay refreshed with Coca-Cola and Starbucks beverages available throughout your flight today. Woman one, hanging up the intercom phone set. This is so fucking demeaning. Pulling her tights up underneath her skirt. Woman two. I mean, air stewardesses haven't worn miniskirts since, like... Pause. The 60s? Or did they even then? Looking down at her legs. Woman one. And stilettos? Lifting her foot into the air. Woman two. It's abuse, like... Pause. For human rights. Woman one. Typical, the peanuts are in the bottom drawer. Woman two. Get ready to bend over. You never know, you might bag some rich babe in first class. Posing with her finger in between her teeth. Woman one. Bottoms up. Wink and kiss. 
And you know they're filming this. Woman two. What? This place is so fucked. What for? Woman one. I saw those two guys fitting cameras in the ceiling last month. Woman two. Are they selling it? Woman one. The tech guy said it was for company management. Something to do with performance review. Like who's willing to take one for the team. In a mock joke accent. Woman two. Rolling the trolley through the aisle. Hi, anything from the trolley? C27C. Yes, coffee, please. C27D. Please. Woman two. Cream and sugar? C27C and 27D. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Nodding. C27A. Violently coughing. Well, you know about the calculus of negligence. Clear throat gurgling loudly with muckus. C27B. Uh-huh. C27A. There's a hypothesis that a barge not sufficiently moored floats across the harbour, its hulk then smashing into a series of other ships. Gesturing with both feet smashing together. A domino effect, ending ultimately in the sinking of the asset as well as death. C27B. Yeah, uh-huh. C27A. It's the owner's duty, as in other similar situations, to provide against resulting injuries. And is a function of three variables. One, the probability she'll break away. Two, the gravity of the resulting injury, and only if she does. Three, the burden of adequate precautions. C27B. Yeah, yeah, really mm, fascinating. C27A. Take this situation, for instance. An aircraft in a disaster simulation center. The atmospheric and environmental variables. C27B. Hey, sorry, I can't right now. I'm trying to read through this report. Long silence. C27A, trying to rearrange his legs underneath the flip-down table. He kicks C27B and knocking the coffee cup over with his elbow. Ah. C27B. Fuck! It's hot! It's hot! Fuck, it's hot! Shaking his hand and wrist. C27A. Ooh, hooey! I'm so sorry, so sorry. Hands in the air. Seriously? C27A. Seriously? These seats are so damn tight. C27B limps to the toilet with a wet crotch. Prick one. Heard shouting into the aisle. That guy's pissed himself. Laughing and pointing. C27A. Draining the coffee from a sheaf of papers onto the floor, he reads aloud. Dear all, following the unfortunate events that befell some of our colleagues in the... Beep. Da, 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 da. We have decided to instigate a program of practical education in counteracting the threats that many of you face with immediate effect. We hope this exercise will encourage you to collaborate with your colleagues, blah, blah, innovate, blah, blah, threats that we increasingly face, as well as this. In the light of these events, vacancies have also become available. Remember that. Beep. Ingenuity, passion, and dedication, and the willing to go that extra mile will always be rewarded. Three smashing sounds are heard outside the plane in regular succession. Clang, clang, clang. Economy class, class face to black. Act three, flying. Chance of rain, 40%. Precipitation, 0.7 inch. Pressure, 29.92. Visibility, 10 miles. Passive one. Now that did sound really bad. Passive two. Well, nobody's mentioning it. It's fine. Passive one. I wonder what's going on. Prick one. I don't have to be on this fucking sideshow rickshaw. Tanoi. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Passive one. Huh? Tanoi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Passive one. This is the end. Passive two. Thank the Lord. Passive one. But nothing's happened. Tanoi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Prick two. Will it shut the fuck up? I have a headache. Tanoi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Prick one. Punching the overhead panel. Shut the fuck up. Tanoi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Prick one. Finger pointing at the speaker. Shut up, shut up. Will you shut, 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 shut the fuck up? Prick two. Oh my god, what's wrong with this piece of shit? Tanoi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Passive one. Shut up, and you there? Motioning across the aircraft. Can you stop shouting? Prick one. Shut the fuck up, lady. I didn't ask you a goddamn thing. Long silence. Tanoi. Your satisfaction today is important to us, and we look forward to hearing from you. Prick one. For the love of God. Prick two. I know what you can do with my satisfaction. Tanoi. Stay refreshed with Coca-Cola beverages and Starbucks products. Passive one. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Passive two. Be quiet. Tanoi. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. Prick two. Oh man, I can't take this fucking shit any longer. Are they serious? Passive two. Excuse me, who's in charge here? Prick one. Yeah, which piece of shit's in charge? Patching the window with his fist. Passive two. No one. No one. Looking around. Why are you all keeping so silent? The nose of the aircraft suddenly lurches upward. Passengers start screaming before the seatbelt signs light up, synchronized with the signature ding-dong sound. Passive one. It's not going down. It's going to be fine. Prick two. Look around you, bitch. The tail of the aircraft plunges into a pull, thrusting the aircraft's nose, nose into the air. Water begins to fill economy class as the, no as the nose lifts. Passengers remain seated as the windows become, begin to crack under pressure. Silence takes hold. Nobody won. Listen, can somebody answer our questions? Is this part of the exercise? Tanoi. Stay refreshed with Coca-Cola beverages and Starbucks products. C-27B. Fuck's sake. Operator 1. Heard from outside the plane in the relative silence. Yo, what happened? Passive 2. Putting his ear to the window. There are people outside. Prick 1 takes off his left shoe and proceeds to bang the window repeatedly. Meanwhile, the sheet of steel begins to close in on the water's surface, shutting the vessel underwater. Operator 2. Something. I don't know. It just started sparking. Operator 1. Can I see that? But why? Why is it buckling? Should we abort the program? Operator 2. I tried that. Operator 1. The doors. We need to open the doors. Abort it now. Operator 2. Shit, we're going to get fired. Slamming the emergency stop with his palm. Operator 1. I had the drink, man. Nobody 1. Where are we? Prick 2. Oi, you! Waving at nobody 1. No one cares what you have to say. Be quiet and let us figure this out. Prick 1. Shouting. Let us out. Stop this thing. Operator 1. Shouting. What? Industrial fans switch on, appearing as if the cabin pressure is dropping. Masks drop off the ceiling. Nobody two. Okay. Nobody one. It's time to get out of this plane. Nobody one goes to the left entrance doorway, stepping over as two others, passed out and unconscious. Nobody two. Hello, lady. Gently tapping her cheeks. How does this thing open? Lady? Lady? Nobody two. 
Is she dead? Nobody won. I'm not sure. Shaking her limp arm for several seconds. Nobody two. Stop. Check her pulse. Nobody one. She has blood on her head. Placing his two fingers on her neck. Nobody two. Is she... The vessel lurches again, tipping the nose a further degree upwards, submerging the vessel further into the water tank. Nobody one. Interrupting. I can't feel anything. I can't drown. Given the options, I'd rather be burnt alive. Woman two. Oh my god, what's happening to her? What did you do? Pointing at prick one and two. Prick one and two. Us? Prick one. Open this door. Woman two. I can't, it's locked tight. We can't open it from the inside. Prick two. Open this fucking door. Long pose. Now! Passive one. Wait, did you see that? C27B. What? Passive one. A tail? Are there rats on board? Prick two. Sat with his head between his leg and chanting. I can't fucking die in here. I can't fucking die in here. I can't fucking die in here. Tanoi. Your satisfaction today is important to us. And we look, 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 look forward. Fade to black. Act four, dying. Act four, scene one, the descent. Economy class and half of business class is now fully submerged underwater. The water level is continually rising and the aircraft is, fully, is full of thick black smoke that is emanating from the nose. It is now difficult for the passengers to see one another. The remaining, remaining conscious passengers have ascended vertically through the vessel and taken refuge in first class. Woman two flips open the side window, a window that's too small for a human to escape, but big enough to divert the smoke. Chance of rain 100%, precipitation pressure 4.56, visibility 0.1 mile. Woman two. Well, what does the manual script say? Woman one. Waking up in a daze and sat slouched onto the floor. Where's it gone? Woman two. I hid it in the oven. Reaching towards the cooker. Woman one. In the oven? Woman two. No one was meant to find it. Crowling on hand knees and reaching for the oven door. It doesn't work, does it? Fanning fumes. They open the oven and carefully handle the cindered remains of the script. Woman one. Serve drinks? Safety announcement. Instructions. Da, da, da. Skimming through. Yeah. Pause. There's no troubleshooting pages. Woman two. But wait, here, release the rats. Woman one sneezes, projecting the burnt, frayed and fried pages of the manual over the aircraft in the small plum of ash, spit and snot. Woman two. Excuse you. Pilot. This is not a drill. I repeat, not a drill. Please find the life jacket stowed underneath your seat and your, fit your own before helping others. Seat 27B. This is bullshit. Nobody won. Fuck. Pilot. Can I take this moment to remind that smoking is prohibited? Nobody won. Fuck. Nobody two. Fuck. Seat 27B. Is this real or is this planned? Nobody won. Fuck. Hands on his head. Pilot. I repeat, no smoking. No smoking sign switches on and off rapidly. Nobody won. Fuck. Pilot. Intercom distorted. I'm afraid we don't have time to carry out today's activities in full. Please make use of whatever you can find to escape the aircraft. Nobody won. Fuck. Clenching his teeth. Pilot. Gurgling underwater. Please make use of whatever you can find to escape the aircraft. 
Passengers shake under their seats, scrambling around, looking for the strap to pull. Passengers in first and business class begin pulling packages out of and tying the and untying the straps. Remaining economy class passengers begin diving to their fi to their to find their life jackets. C27A, C27B, passive one, leading a mob to storm to the pilot's quarters. Nobody too. Got a meeting tomorrow with Sheikh Maktoum. Let me out. C27B. I'll be fucking damned. Give me your life jacket now. Nobody too. No. C27B. What? C27B punches nobody too in the face. C27A. Oh, holy shit, man. I think you just knocked out one of the partners. Arms open. C27B. We were going to take his stallions out for a ride through the desert. Punches a nearby seat. C27A. What's he fucking talking about? Turns to passive one. Passive one. Take his life jacket and make it to the cockpit. C27B. Yeah, where is? Okay. What the fuck? C27A. What? C27B. Looks more like a bomb. Pointing at the object. Passive two. Haha, so it was going to be a pretend to be the terrorist situation. That's hilarious. Takes a bite out of a soggy, wet sandwich she found on the molly trolley. Meal trolley. Passive one. I mean, it really looks like a bomb. Passive two. Chewing and spitting. C27A. Shut up, dumbass. It's a decoy. Why would there be a real bomb on a fake plane? Prick one. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Listen. Let's just work. C27B. Work what? Prick one. Work together. Pool our resources. Prick two. Fuck this. Where's my secretary? Call head office now. Passive one. There's no signal. We were told earlier. I'm going to find a window, a door, a hole, something that can get me out of here. Prick two. Well, find me a way out of here. Call the fucking management of the place. Passive one. Standing on his seat. Where's the manager? The team leader? Long silence. Pilot exit plane through cockpit emergency exit, diving into a pool below. In the amassing wreckage outside of the plane, the pilot grabs onto a thick mass of cabling that has fallen from the ceiling. In doing so, inadvertently pulls the cable down, the teeter on the edge of the water sparkling and failing. A snapping is heard, the wrench of, wrenching of metal, a hoist made in the side by dissenting, soaked passengers. Nobody won. How? When everything else in this ship is made of rubber-coated aluminium, do the locks work so well? Scrambling to the front of a plane, an unknown economy-class passenger smashes a fellow passenger in the leg with a wrench he found in the kitchen area. Unknown passenger. I'm getting out of here alive. Will no one stop me? Clutching a briefcase to his chest, he leaps, missing the pool below, impaling his leg on a chevroned safety fence. Prick one is trapped, upside down. Trapped at the knees by the splintered armature of the aircraft and wrapped up in a curtain that separates first class and the cockpit. As his confined space fills up with water, he attempts to untangle himself. But this only serves to bind the curtain tighter. Prick one. You motherfuckers, come here, help me. Prick two. Sorry, asshole. This thing's going down. Prick one. I always imagined you'd drown me, at least with your own hands, but let me drown? Woman one. Every man for himself. Pushes drink trolley into toilet door, trapping the handle and blocking any entry or exit. Prick two. Try to escape from this one. Pulling the curtain tighter with his fist clenched. Prick one. Muffled screaming, coughing, blubbering as the water fills his lungs. Fireworks, silence, deafening wet noise, fade to black. Act four, scene two, the ascent. 
Outside the confines of the plane, scrambling bodies fill the stage. A vast area of lights cascades from the ceiling, sparking and popping. Chance of rain, 80%. Precipitation, 17.3 inches. Pressure, 29.92. Visibility, 0.5 mile. Passive one. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth like great unripe figs dropping from a tree shaken by a giant wind. The sky receded like a scroll being rolled up and every mountain and island was moved from its place. Long silence. Prick two. Hey you, grab that fucking moon. Waving. Woman two. I think I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Hey, I'm trapped. Getting louder. Prick two. It's on fire. Get to the edge. Find the edge. Pointing. Woman Someone's two. got... Someone's got my foot. Flicking her heel to loosen her stilettos from grip. Prick two. Shake it. Shake him off. Woman two. Freeing herself. Is this the end? The end of it all? I, I never imagined it to be like this. Prick two. A total collapse. Woman two. I know it's, it's hard to imagine, but look, quite beautiful. Staring into the distance. Isn't it? At this moment, the tittering electric tentacle slips into a pool, electrifying the water with 10,000 volts. Screaming, gurgling and frying, passengers begin to rise from darkness, bobbing gently on the water surface, face down and lifeless. Flames still lick the structure, cracking and bursting as they engulf the metal. A spotlit wreckage. There is nothing but silence. Long pause. The water's stillness begins to churn. A man in a suit emerges, clutching a black suitcase, his suit shredded. He climbs up the ladder on the pool's edge and smooths down his wet blazer and tie with his blooded hand. Walks to back, walk to back of stage, opens door, piercing the darkness with bright sunlight and walks out. The faint sound of a car door slamming and engine starting can be faintly heard in the distance, followed by the sound of him speeding away. Fade to black. End of play.